What's up everybody and welcome to the Wardcast. Every Monday we bring you the latest in video game news, talk about survival horror, machinima, and what's going on at the Ward Productions. I'm one of your hosts, Sean Clark. With me today is Jazz Rich. Hello. Shayla Hill. Hello. And Maple. Good evening. You can find the Wardcast at youtube.com slash the Ward Productions and on Google Play. Jazz, did you have a week? I, I had a half a week. Three three quarters of a week? No, I threw the other half in the garbage. Oh, uh, just wasn't worth keeping? Yeah, it was expired. So so tell us about this half a week. I I worked a lot, and then I, I had moved, so yay. <laughs> I think this is the first time that you've actually been ready for that question. Yeah, I, I'm not ready. It's just like <laughs> I have been working. <laughs> Good job. No, I'm, pr- I'm proud of you. you first time. You're making large strides towards being prepared in life. Towards being an adult? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but something. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) It gets shut down. (laughs) Good job, but fuck you. Next. (laughs) What about you, Maple? How was your week? My week has been uh, negligible for the most part. She's been working as well. God, work is like the worst. Ruining everybody's lives. That's all it's been. It's been... taking over everyone's lives just work the human condition it's fucked agreed (laughs) Shayla how'd your week go it's horrible I've been working in so much and there was a big (laughs) snowstorm where I got stuck in a ditch yay snow oh that's not good see we could have sped this up by just being like hey how's everybody's weeks and then you'd all just simultaneously be like terrible work everybody who worked raise your hands (laughs) good done move on (laughs) Sean, how was your week? <laughs> Thank you. I was hoping that you would ask me. My week's been pretty all right. I guess better than, than your guys's. I mean, I've been working too, but shit. I watched most of the video game awards, but uh, I didn't have a chance to finish it. I don't know if you guys watched any of that. Nope. Was it because you fell asleep or you're so mad you rage quit? Uh, I fell asleep. <laughs> They're like, it's a new uh, street fighter. But it, wow. Yeah, not surprisingly, Red Dead Redemption 2 cleaned house, winning pretty much everything that it was nominated for even though nobody seems to like that game but uh everybody praises it and gives it awards even though it's not that great but uh the monster hunter didn't win anything uh from what i bullshit from what i saw (laughs) it won one uh what the fuck was it um i think it was best oh it was best rpg because i thought that was kind of weird because i mean it kind of is an rpg but not really not really. I mean, no. what the hell did? Wait. Oh, I guess Persona Five just missed it. Did it? Yeah, well, yeah. That was yeah, last year. Last year. It was nominated for a bunch of stuff last year. I don't think it won anything though. That's a shame. Yeah. I. I mean, I can't say because I never played it. But. Well, that's just like I was pissed that I don't think Near Automata won anything last year. No, no. It. It. Uh. It was. I think it won something stupid like best soundtrack or some bullshit well, it's better no i know it, it absolutely deserved that award but like in the grand scheme of you know awards that's pretty shitty yeah yeah it, it does deserve a lot more recognition yeah uh, at least, i mean at least it did get one thing but still kind of sad not enough yeah not enough for sure that game was so good agreed hopefully it sold enough to do a sequel but it's hold my breath. a lot of crossovers of the game yeah, so, I mean, surprisingly, too. I mean, yeah, there's a crossover with uh, Soul Calibur Tekken. 6. Was it? Oh, Soul Calibur, my apologies. Yeah, and um, I don't know if it came out or if it's coming out, but it's it's coming out on Xbox as well, which 
that was really surprising that they decided to do that. Like, that's not a game for that market at all. But, I mean, it's good. It's good that it did well enough to do that. Now we're just wondering, is there going to be a sequel? Probably not. Well, I don't know. If it it does really well on Xbox, maybe. But outside of that, I don't know. How long did it take us to get that sequel in the first place? Ten years? (laughs) At least. I really... Okay, I'm not going to think about the number. We might get a sequel. That's all I need to know. Hey, I support that a hundred percent. I think next they should do that now that they've done now that they've kind of collaborated as far as the near guy with the director guy with platinum. They should finally do uh like they should do another Dragon Dragoon or Drakengard. I mean, Dragon Ball either way. Oh yeah, Dragon Ball. Well, I don't think that's ever gonna happen because three did really bad. But three did really bad for a reason. Like that's the thing. Like these, I don't get why these game companies like they don't look like they have to be looking at the fact that like it didn't do well because the engine was subpar, like the, the gameplay was subpar. But if they have somebody like Platinum doing the game engine, then it'll be a more enjoyable game. I can see your point having a project given to someone else. Yeah. The problem with that is, though, Drakengard wasn't... Like, it was never a huge series. It wasn't a big franchise. Like, it had a cult following for a long time, but, like, since they missed so hard with the third one, I don't think they had enough of a following to recover because, like, the small fan base that they had, I feel like they kind of alienated them at this point. So if they do another one, I just don't think it's going to sell anywhere near what it needs to, and I'm sure they know that. Maybe, but I'm not... I'm where has no problem beating dead horses, so I'm sure they'll. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't know. Only if it's profitable. Yeah. And I just want to point out that the main girl in Drakengard Three had a fucking flower in her eye. What? But she was so cool. <laughs> it was and her pretty dragon, aesthetics. Her dragon was adorable. That's, See, that's probably not the way you want to market things in the West, though. Have you heard his song? It's so cute, and he Ooh. sings about how oh. he loves Zero, and it's so cute. And she's like, "Shut the fuck up!" Didn't uh, didn't Sweary have something to do with that game too? I believe so. That's so great. I need to play that game. I'm sure it's terrible, but whatever. It's okay. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, so outside of that, um, I got some more limited run game stuff over the past few weeks, so I'll be playing that stuff soon. You know, got to plug my sponsor, of course. <laughs> and, uh, that's that's about it. Worked a lot. Been tired a lot. Here I am. A lot. Life. Life a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, what have we been playing, Maple? You still living that old school life? How's that going? Trying to, but again, it's been uh, work's been cut into in my hours, so Damn I come it. home, I'm tired. And yeah, I don't really have that much energy to really play video games, or at least have the the attention span to enjoy it yeah that's fair I, i've been feeling a lot of that the past couple of weeks too it's like mm-hmm. I, I start playing something but it's like you don't think about it but playing a game like it takes energy like it does you, know, you have to think and be there like you, you can't just sit down relax and play a game at least for me like i gotta think about it and i'm involved and like i don't know it just it takes more energy than than you realize it does are you saying the video games are a waste of time no. How? <laughs> How did you get that from that? <laughs> she got so get the bad. fuck out of here. <laughs> I tell like I'm wrong. 
I, I'm, um, I'm praising video games for being more than just a mindless thing that you do to pass time. It's, it's a lot more involved than, than people realize. <laughs> so fuck off. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow. fuck, I'm too wow. tired to play video games. Fuck. <laughs> do you have any uh, survival horror games or anything that, that you plan on playing soon that are like PS2, PS1 era? Uh, as of right now, I've decided to take a break. You son of a bitch. Of whole... <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. Hear me out now. Reason why is, well, you know, oh, I'm, I'm going to be going on YouTube, see what's uh, being updated and whatnot. Resi 2 everywhere. Everywhere. Everyone's just posting videos of the games. Like, can you guys just leave it alone? It's going to be released in one month time. I know. Stop. Please I've, stop. I've been thinking the exact same thing. Like, everywhere I go, it's like, oh, watch this gameplay footage, and this is happening, and that's happening. And I'm like, just stop. It's a month away. Shut up. <laughs> we don't need to that's know it. anything. Like, we know what we need to know. Let's just wait a month, and then we can just have it. It'll be great. That's all. release the beta right now. <laughs> yeah, the fucking no beta. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at this point, everything's just a beta forever. Beta. Wait. Beta, wait. Might as well. <laughs> Oh, besides that, yeah, no. Uh, seeing Resi 2 everywhere has just been like, okay, well, I guess I might as well go back and play Resi 2 again. Nice. Yeah, I need to do that too before the remake comes out. I've yeah. been really wanting to do that. And I've also got Wait. Resident Evil 1.5. I have that on disc. Wait, I, I don't really... have that on disc? Yeah. I don't know how far it goes, but like, I know 70, I think 70 or 75% of that game was made, so it's like... It's not going to have an ending. <laughs> I'm not really sure how that's going to work. Uh, How'd you get it? Stream it? Uh, I want to see this. I, I want to see. I want to yeah, see. Yeah, I'm going to. I don't know if I'll stream it, but I'm definitely going to let's play it. But, that uh, were Leon's oh, Okay, hold on, hold on. You, you have to stream it. Sharon is caring. You right, can't keep that to yourself. Right. <laughs> yeah, I could, I could probably stream it. And then I could just yeah. record that. And, yeah. yeah, I'll do that. But uh, yeah, hopefully, I'll probably, I'm gonna, as long as I can do it, as long as I can get into storage and have a place and all that stuff, um, I'm probably going to do it like the first week of January. Wow, it's actually getting close to uh, Resi 2. You sure you want to do that? That's three weeks out. I guess. Right? That's, that's, when the, that's when the hope's going to, or not the hope, but the, uh, the excitement's going to be like at the max because people are going to be ready for it to come out. So Hype. Yeah. The hype, hype is real. Exactly. I'm going to build into that hype, hopefully. Look at you cashing in. <laughs> exactly. You gotta gotta follow the market. <laughs> oh, Chris. <laughs> well, I mean, normally I would be like, oh, whatever. But I mean, come on. If there's any point that you should be like riding a trend is when it's like your favorite fucking thing. So it's like perfect for you, Sean. Yeah, it's like it's gonna be great. Yeah. In- unless it's not great. But don't say that. <laughs> uh oh. You just cursed it. No, no, no. I'm talking about 1.5. That could, oh. that could be terrible. Oh, Remake's yeah. going to be amazing. Hey, the so terrible could be its own you... charm. You're, yeah, you're right. Does it have both characters? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited. Who are you going to pick, Leon or Elsa? Elsa, of course. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, so that'll be cool. Um, can't wait to do that. So, Jess. Yes. <laughs> what have you been into this week? Been playing anything? Um, yes. I played a little bit of Last of Us just to uh, to race against Jill, and then we've been playing a lot of Ark, and by we I mean I, because everybody's always asleep when I'm on. <laughs> but, uh, I lost all of my dinosaurs, so I had to go and get new ones. When are you on? I I don't know. It oh, changes. that's helpful. Yeah. But I haven't like. Maybe I haven't that's been why nobody's playing with you because you're just 
You don't know when you're no, going to be on? I'm usually on like in the evenings, but I don't stay up late because I work early. It's just bullshit. <laughs> Telling you, work, um, ruining everything. It is. Yeah. But True. You know I thought about it, and I actually didn't work all that last week. <laughs> wow, so you're just a liar. <laughs> I worked, Jumping I, on the work bandwagon. I mixed up my weeks because it's been such a fucking like chaotic time that I just don't know what the fuck, <laughs> what day is today. <laughs> I, I thought it was that. Monday. Uh, I feel like I played something else. I started playing um Soma. Soma? Oh, I want to play that. It's free. Oh, the horror game, right? Oh, that's right. I need to download that. Yeah, it's yeah, real. You said. I, I still don't understand what the fuck is going on in that game. All I know is like, don't let the robots see you. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, Which, like, yeah. He sees me, and then I'm like, "What the fuck do you?" And then like he hits me, and I go flying. Yeah, I've um, wanted to get that ever since it came out, but I've been waiting for a physical disc, and it never happened. But since well, it's free, there you go. Free physical gifts. You know what? Gifts. They gifts. should. <laughs> they should do yeah. that. Um, it it doesn't really count as playing a game, and I know. <sighs> I know we're against Telltale right now, Ooh, but um, what have you done? On Netflix, they added that story mode for Minecraft thing, the like, you choose the adventure mm-hmm. thing. Oh, it's a Telltale. You actually played a Telltale game. It's not a game. Well, yeah, it's, it's not really half a game. game. Is it's it like, interactive? Hey, media? you need to make a sword. It's like a choose your pickaxe. <laughs> it's like yeah, exactly. I love those. And you know what? Like the voice actors for Ellie. One. The voice actress for Ellie is in it, and she's pretty badass. And it was... I was watching it, I was like, No, we can't watch this. Fucking Telltale. Suck dicks. And I'm like, you know what? We need to watch this. Look at it this way. You're not supporting Telltale. You're supporting Netflix. That... No, no, no. <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm uh, I'm supporting the people who are losing their jobs because of Telltale. Oh, wow. Like, you you gotta go lot. extra deep. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, like, this is their last thing. Like, they, they fucking, like... Yes, it's their swan song. At least somebody should watch it. You know how much yeah. money of that support they're going to get? None. <laughs> supporting them for morals, not for money. Oh. Damn. Yeah, but, well, but, you know what they but, want? But, they want money. They, they don't money. want your support. Yeah, well, money is yeah. required. They need but to feed if, their families, if, PSP. What if you go... What if you don't watch it, and it turns out that the thing they worked on really sucked, and all those people should have been fired anyway. I'm just what? kidding. True, true. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta do your research. But you know what, though? I, I, I just stopped kidding. watching it. Oh, uh, was it bad? No, it oh. was pretty cool. Um, you get to choose the character, if it's a boy or a girl. And obviously I chose a girl, because I was like, well, I don't know. It's more relatable that way. And then the second episode comes on, and it doesn't let me fucking choose. It just automatically got, puts the guy character. What? And it doesn't even Dumb. pop up the, like options to choose the adventure. So like I can't decide what he's doing. I'm stuck watching this guy when the story to me has been like the girl. So I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? And I can't stand the guy who does his voice. So I'm like, so... you know what? Sorry, voice voice actress for Ellie, but nope. <laughs> so is it... that's so weird. Is it what? just like is it broken? like a glitch? I think so. I think it's probably broken. Wow. Well, the programmer should have been fired then. Yeah, remember those, remember those people? <laughs> remember those people that you wanted to support? Well, they fucked up. The guy who has been fired probably should get fired. Uh, well, guess he what? He did. <laughs> Your wish came true. Revenge. And, and, and the person firing everybody should also be fired. Well, that sucks. I'm going to have to check that out, too. I was curious to see kind of how all that worked it was out. pretty cool. Like, it, it's pretty cool because 
you're watching like it's Minecraft, but the way that they're moving and stuff, you're like, wow, okay. But uh-huh. it's like they're in the game, like they're in Minecraft. So it's like Minecraft attack. I wonder if that would be cool if you had like the VR. No, probably oh. not. Because you're watching the characters. Oh, it's not like a first person thing. No. VR for what? Uh, Minecraft. Minecraft yeah. doesn't have VR. Oh, I would puke. I'm pretty sure it does. VR. I'm pretty sure you're wrong. I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure everything has VR. <laughs> right? I thought no. you could do. I thought technically anything you could rig for VR, couldn't you? Like uh, if it would I'm, show. I I think I think kind of like I think you can watch things with the VR headset, but basically it just gives you like a like a movie theater kind of perspective because like you're just seeing like a really big screen in front of you so i mean if you want to call that vr i guess did you see the dancers in the vr chat like the 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 guy who like dances in vr chats all the time i want to set up like that where it's like super like it you can detect like full body movements like what the connect was supposed to do piece of garbage you know how tired your arm would get with Minecraft VR, though? Like, constantly swing your arm. Oh my god, that'd be great. <laughs> but if you but if you slow down ever so slightly, like, your block doesn't break and you have to start over. <laughs> wow. And then, like, your parents come in and you're, like, sitting on the edge of your bed, fucking shaking the remote, but they can't see what you're doing. <laughs> so they're like, what are you doing? They actually managed to turn Minecraft into a fucking punishment for children. It's like, oh, no. you, you fucked up. Go play Minecraft. Yeah, you didn't you do guys your homework. Know. Go upstairs there and play some Minecraft. There be all these nine-year-olds that are buff as hell. <laughs> yeah, just one arm. Their right arm's like super buff. Their yeah, left one. Yeah, but again, arm day, man. Every day. <laughs> Every day. But again, that's gonna look like something else. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna, yeah, it's gonna give the wrong message. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna think what your child you? has a problem. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be like, "What have you been doing in your room? Playing Minecraft." Uh-huh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Is that what they're calling it these days? <laughs> I was trying to do my workouts, but I lost my fucking weight, so I just went to try to destroy Obsidian. Fucking wow. punch at that for hours. So, how about you, Shayla? Any new games you've been playing? Old games, new Unfor- games, games in general? Unfortunately, I haven't been able to. Um, I did get to like try a Switch, and I wasn't really that impressed with it. Oh, really? Uh I don't know. Maybe it's just because I actually I didn't know it was gonna be a port. Like that, it really is portable. What? How did you not know that? Because <laughs> I didn't pay attention to the switch. Well, I really did. And I mean, it is, but it's. I mean, it's only half portable. You can obviously plug it into a system and play it just like a normal console. I'm being stubborn. I'm at. I'm being stubborn at Nintendo. Did you have like something against the Switch or something? Like, did it do something wrong to you? Yes. <laughs> they didn't make Monster Hunter for it. No, oh, they, they, wait, did. they did. They Monster did. Hunter for Switch. <laughs> oh well, then what the? But hell it doesn't have again? trophies. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just don't want. I just don't want it. I don't. It just seems want like it. a very complicated relationship you, you know have what? there. You know what? I also hate yes. the Nintendo Switch for no reason. So, whatever. Yeah. I, I understand yeah. that. Honestly, I'm like super against <laughs> the Wii U. <laughs> Well, Wii U was understandable. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I mean, if if that's what you said, if you just said that, like, you were completely burned by the Wii U, I would completely yeah. understand. Like, that's, that's all you exactly had to say. But, I mean, exactly the the Switch, as it is, I mean, it's it's cool. You know, it'd be nice yeah. if it was a little bit more powerful and 
had full HD support, but it's it's cool. It's like it's a really good idea. I like the idea that I can have a home console that I can just take as a portable. Like that's pretty cool. And from what I hear, but the it PSP does it well. did that. I mean, not the PSP. Kind the Vita of, did that. Kind of. It the wasn't. Vita. It wasn't natively a a console. You had to buy something else, and it wasn't a hundred percent compatible. So it's not really the same thing. It like everything, it could have been. It should have been, but it wasn't. But at yes. least with the Switch, you know what you're getting. Like every game that you buy on that, you can play on the go. You can play on your TV. Like it's a really cool idea. Yeah, but, had Sony implemented the same uh, idea as Nintendo, I'm pretty sure that Vita would have been a success for oh, sure. Oh, yeah, 100%. So that was kind of a missed opportunity for them, and, and now the Vita's dead, which is really sad. But as far as the, the reason that I don't like the Switch, I actually have one, and I haven't even played it yet. <laughs> but what? <laughs> but my pro- The reason I hate this thing is that I haven't tried it. No, but I had to get it because Bayonetta's on it. Bayonetta 3 is going to be on it. And... Yeah, that's what I said about Bayonetta 2 until... And I bought a Wii U just for it. And I, now I have to buy a Switch just to play Bayonetta 3. And I will. I'm not saying I won't. But I will when Animal Crossing and Bayonetta 3 come. That's when I'll buy a Switch. Yeah, the the major yeah. problems with the Switch is like the ports that you get, like the multi-platform games that you get... Are typically a little bit scaled down not a lot but a little bit and the way that they're releasing their games is kind of shitty because like it's nice that they have a physical uh, format with their little cartridges but most of the time it sounds like either like half the game like if it's a collection like the Mega Man collections or um, like Doom so Doom the game the full game is on the cartridge the multiplayer you have to download and then like mm-hmm. with uh, the Mega Man collection some of the games are on the cartridge and some of them you have to download. It's kind of like the whole Spyro thing where like the first game's on the disc, everything else you have to download. That's a pretty common thing on, on the See, Switch. See, that's another thing too, is Nintendo's getting more and more that way where it's almost like their video games, there's a service and yeah. they can take them away from you at any time. And yeah. I just hate that. Like, they're actually worse than the other systems in that regard because most of, since you're buying physical so games you're not really and they're selling- only half on the cartridge... There's literally no point in, in even releasing it on cartridge. Because if you have to download half of it anyway, what's the point? There is no point. Resident Evil Revelations 2, or Revelations Collection, is the same way, which really pisses me off. I think uh, Revelations 2 is on the on the cartridge, and then you have to download the first one. It's fucking bullshit. So if you were to buy that used, it says Resident Evil Revelations Collection... But since you bought it used, it's only two. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, you're not really selling me on the Switch. I'll buy it for Animal Crossing and Bayonetta 3. And so that's that's, that's the reason. One, you're buying it because it's, it's cool to have a console that you can take on the go. And then you're buying it for the exclusives. You're getting it for Bayonetta, Smash, um, Mario, Zelda, Metroid. Like, that's the reason you're getting it. And all those games are probably going to be worth it. Unless, making unless Metroid? you have to download half of them. <laughs> they're making a new Metroid? Yeah, yes, Metroid. Metroid yeah, yeah, they okay. announced it. And I, I think they're doing the collection of the first three, but I think it's only digital. But yeah, Nintendo's been the worst about releasing things only digital and like double dipping with their physical media being half and half. That's my big problem with the with the Switch. Fair enough. Uh, if only businesses could be going back in time and just give us physical yeah, media. Yeah, I'll wait. 
I, I wish. I really do. If only. If only. Alas. And Nintendo's, Nintendo's the worst, too, as far as, like, their digital market. Because, like, okay. the whole... What's that? What? Oh, I think I cut out. Yeah, you did. Yeah, for a second there, you sound like a robot. Yeah. Like, she looks like human. <laughs> I knew it. You found my true identity. Beep, boop, bop. <laughs> <laughs> Beep, bop, boop. Uh, now I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the, the Nintendo eMarket, like eShop, whatever the fuck they call it, already, as soon as I think as soon as the Switch came out or at the back end of the, the Wii U, they completely shut down the, the Wii market for the original Wii. So every game that you bought digitally, gone. That's the big problem Horrible. with digital, and Nintendo's clearly aggressive about doing that kind of shit. So... Probably at the end of the Switch's life, whatever marketplace that the Wii U had is probably going to go away, and so on and so forth. So you can expect to rebuy Nintendo games over and over and over again as they release new hardware. That's bullshit. You know what's really funny? Um, so my boss really likes Nintendo, and she grew up with a Nintendo 64, so that's what she really likes. And she was asking me for 64 games, and I was like, well, you have a Wii, don't you? And she's like, yeah. And she's like, I'm like, we'll just go to the Wii shop and buy all the 64 games. And she's like, okay, cool. And she's like, hey, I just checked and they literally just closed it last week. And I was like, are you kidding me? She's like, yeah, I would have dropped like $300 right there. And I was like, dang. And then what ended up happening is I went to um, Midwest Gaming Classic in, um, in Wisconsin where it's like a big retro um, scene. And they have, like, tons of vendors with decently priced retro stuff. And so she just gave me, like, a ton of money and gave me a list. And I picked up all her stuff. And it's like, Nintendo could have had, like, 300 bucks easy. That instead I just went and bought her all the physical, like, games in, the, in a system. But, like, they could have had all that money themselves if they had just kept the market open. Yep. But that's the thing. No, nobody's going to do that forever. No. And clearly, Nintendo's the first to acknowledge that. That's true. But I think the reason that we're able to combat that is just the whole hacking uh, the medium. Uh, so either PSP or the Switch now being hacked, so people are able to actually dump these games to their PC and be able to keep them. And I think this might force people to go this route more often now than having to buy the game and seeing it that it may be obsolete in the next two to three years for whatever reason. Yeah, which is really stupid. So you're the company is pushing the consumer to have to hack their shit and play ROMs. Why yeah. the fuck would you do that? That's so stupid. That's so counterproductive because people are going to want to play these games and if you're not willing to, to sell them and let us keep them, you know, it's just natural progression that people are going to look for alternate methods to do that. And they're going to do it. It's not even that yep. difficult at this point. I mean, no, you can hack all. all the like the NES and the SNES classics and throw a bunch of games on there. Indeed. <laughs> it's stupid. My friend did that. He got the NES classic and just um, put an emulator on it. And now it plays like all kinds of shit. Yeah, all those games that they took down from the Wii, now you can play for free on your NES classic. <laughs> so dumb. Did anybody, oh. has anybody, like, read any reviews for that, um, mini PlayStation? Garbage. Ugh, yeah, complete and total garbage. 
That's awful. I'm getting mine tomorrow. <laughs> but the only yeah, reason, it, yeah. I mean, the only reason for anyone to pick it up if you're really into the hiking scene, then yes, that's probably the only reason. Um, I don't see the point in releasing the PlayStation Classic when clearly the PSP or Vita can do exactly the same thing. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I, guess I think you can get probably all those games on, on the yeah. Vita. Most Pretty of them, much. officially, I think you can just download them. Mm-hmm. So I guess they're just capitalizing on nostalgia and the form factor of the PlayStation 1, I guess. Uh, Damn, yeah, that's they're, sad. They're not doing it right. <laughs> no, yeah, Shayla, very... you, you missed it. We, we kind of talked about that in depth. I think it was last podcast, just because oh, of all the... Perfect. Yeah, listen to that, because there's, there's a lot of problems with that thing. It's, it's, a, it's a fucking garbage truck on fire. It's, ter- it's really sad. Really cool that's idea. Horror but execution yeah, just, was really bad. How did you botch the execution? That's what I don't understand. Exactly. It doesn't make any sense. Lost opportunity. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, for me, I've been playing a whole buttload of Persona 4 dancing all night. <laughs> it's not take you that kind of person. It's stupid as hell, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's a music rhythm game, so like basically... You have like three input windows on the left, like the left-hand side of the screen, and three on the right-hand side of the screen, and they correspond with the D-pad, like up, left, and down, and then triangle, circle, and X. And then, like from the center of the screen, star icons kind of appear, and they start to spread out towards the uh, towards the buttons, and you have to press them as they kind of go on underneath, uh, like the arrows and, and the X and square and triangle and all that. It's basically uh, Dance Dance Revolution, but like more complicated. Busted Groove? Uh, no, not really. Because that was more like kind of Simon Says, like you, battle stuff. You should stream it. I want to see it. I want to play that game so bad. Yeah, I can I do that. It. It's, it's really good. But yeah, it's, it's essentially Dance Dance Revolution, but you just use your controller. But um, it's really cool, and it's tied into like the Persona universe, so like the story actually ties into that. And I, I think it's actually canon, which is fucking weird. Yeah, that's <laughs> what's interesting. That's what's interesting about the Persona series is like the tie-in games, like the fighting, even the fighting game, are actually like part of the story. Yeah, like, yeah. All- well, I think um, cool. I think the the fighting game crossover, and I think it's Persona Q. I think those are technically canon but i think the story like the individual stories kind of like they don't progress the story but yeah they like they're they're canon but they're like a dream sequence or yeah like they devalidate themselves in some way so it's like yeah, they are but they're not but persona yeah. the dancing series is like actually 100 percent canon mm-hmm. which is very strange to me but yeah i got the uh the collection it's got persona 3 4 and 5 so Neato. I've been playing a bunch of that. It's really good. If you like rhythm games, if you don't, probably not so much. But uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I've really been playing. Um, I did start or restarted uh, sometimes or always sometimes monsters again because I I lost my my save. I don't know if you guys remember that, but I overwrote the uh, auto save file, so I had to oh, restart that. I feel for you. Yeah, I mean I wasn't too far in, so it's not a super big deal okay but it's kind of nah it's kind of interesting starting over though because like now i have a better understanding of kind of what i'm doing and how the game works like i didn't realize the first two rooms that you're in it's filled with a bunch of characters and then whoever you talk to in the first two rooms determines like who the main two characters are going to be and i didn't even realize that until i played it again (laughs) i I, I know you 
starting over. <laughs> I, I know you figured that out the hard way. Yeah, um, hi, Shayla. <laughs> hi. And then, like, there's a scene where this guy's ex-girlfriend, she's trying to bring him some drugs after he's quit. And the first time I told her to fuck off and she left, but she dropped the drugs on the ground. And then the guy found them later, so I pretty much failed. This oh, time, taken them. <laughs> well, yeah, this time I saw the drugs on the ground and I did, I picked them up. So not only did I save the guy from relapsing this time, but I sold that shit at the pawn shop and made some money because, you know, <laughs> hashtag responsible. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that game's start that over as soon as possible. That game's pretty cool. And that's pretty much all I've been playing. Shayla just has to go back and listen to the podcast. I think I just said what happened. <laughs> yeah, you, you should for sure. It's, it's, a, it's an interesting tale. <laughs> Ugh. One bad thing, though, about Persona dancing all night is, like, the story mode is pretty much awful. It's essentially just, a, like, a visual novel. You play... You probably have one actual session of gameplay every 15, 20 minutes of story, and all it is is just, like, stills of characters talking for 15, 20 minutes at a time. <laughs> So be cheap. yeah, it's it's kind of cheaply done, but the voice acting is really good, and the art is really nice. But it's just kind of disappointing to see that there's not really a whole lot going on there for the story mode. But there's free play, and you can just pick your songs and play it that way, and that mode's a lot of fun. And I've only played three; I haven't played four or five. They might have changed some of that. I'm not too sure. Hopefully, it is. I hope so. That would be cool. I'd like to see a little bit more for the story mode. It seems kind of like a missed opportunity if they had built it like a Persona game where it's like not really an open world, but you know, like you have towns and exploration and dungeons and stuff like that, but the battles were actually just the, the rhythm game. That would have been really cool. No, that would have been interesting to see. But that probably takes three or four times the budget that they actually spent, so I get it. Yeah, that, that probably turned into a legitimate Persona game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So. Oh well, maybe one day. Maybe if these games do good enough, they'll be able to invest more money and time into it, but we'll see. But if you guys like rhythm games, definitely check it out. It's really good. Alright, so now that we've covered that, let's uh, jump into some news. Like I said, Game Awards are going on, so they've been announcing a couple of games here and there. They, uh, they announced Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 which is cool. It's been 10 years since Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2 came out. Long overdue sequel. That, that was a pretty pretty big release there. Have you guys played that one? No, unfortunately. I have not. I've never played it. Uh, Team Ninja is actually developing this one, which is kind of weird. Oh, and, really? Yeah. I don't know if you guys are familiar with, with Team Ninja, but that's oh, typically yes. the, yeah, the game that they make. <laughs> the kind of game that they make. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, but I mean, that gives me hope that it'll at least play really well. I mean, the, the combat and stuff like that from the trailer looked pretty cool. But it's it's kind of uh, topical that uh, it's exclusive to Switch. So hmm. I guess maybe that's another reason to get a Switch. I don't know. I, I played a little bit of the first one. I didn't really play much of the second one. So I'm not, like, super excited about it. But, I mean, it might be worth checking out. My problem with it is that it looks exactly like Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, which is not a compliment in any way. No. no. Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite looks pretty terrible. The character designs are very uninspired. Mm. So they took those... It looks like those exact same character models. They took those and just moved them over. As far as like, my, not only my the other graphics, cons- but the design, too. It looks exactly the same, which I really don't like. 
My other concern is, like, Team Ninja, I don't know how many of them are still, like, veterans from, like, Ninja Gaiden 2, you know? Oh, like, yeah. is it I'm even pretty sure it's 90% a new team, which is like, concerning. Yeah, so I, I'd be, I would be sort of worried that it would fall into, like, a little bit of the Dynasty Warriors care, uh, category kind of type, where it's, like, sort of a little button mashing. Oh, like, uh, what do they call it? Like, Muso or whatever the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it very well could be. I mean, from the trailer, it didn't really... It didn't look like that. It looked like it was a more... Like a smaller space with with less enemies that you're that that you're fighting. But, I mean, it's hard to tell from the little bit that, that they showed. Hopefully it's good. Because, yeah, my, I didn't really... I sort of dropped off after Ninja Gaiden 3. Um, that game was so not So I haven't good. really been following yeah and i i have so i haven't really been following them i mean well, it's weird because my my opinion of ninja guy in three is that it's more so that it's bad comparatively to yes two. well it's not even an just unplayable just broken game but and i'm sure people could get enjoyment out of it but it's if you're expecting like a game as good as ninja guy in two you're not going to get it yeah it's it's like if you bought Ninja Gaiden 3, and you were expecting 2, but you got Ninja Blade. Yeah. <laughs> Which also is a good game, but I, not if you I, were expecting Ninja Gaiden. Yes. So, and I actually enjoyed Ninja Blade. No, I did too. That's but what I'm saying. I but if Ninja Blade was Ninja Gaiden 3 or 4, yeah. I would have yeah. been just as disappointed. Yeah. And that's the problem. If Ninja Gaiden 3 was a different game entirely, it was just some other ninja game, good game. You guys are saying ninja a lot. It's making me want to play this ninja <laughs> game I used to have on the original <laughs> Xbox. <laughs> it's kind of it's it's like the fucking the Resident Evil syndrome where they're releasing some good games, but they're not really Resident Evil games. You know, they don't live up to your expectation as to what that's going to be. You know what though? Like I've heard, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I've heard a lot of people complain about like all the new games and how they're not survival horror and they're they're not very Resident Evil. And I totally agree with some of them, but, like, Revelations got shat on a lot, saying, like, you know, it's nothing like Resident Evil. But honestly, like, you get stuck somewhere, you can't get out, there's fucking creatures and, like, monsters and shit. That's pretty much my definition of survival horror. <laughs> well, when you, actually, when you think actually, that uh, Resident Evil 5 is, is the old school Resident Evil... <laughs> <laughs> That guy was fucking stupid. I hope he died somewhere. I hope he drowned in his coffee. Oh, <laughs> Damn. Oh, escalated. Good savagery. If it makes you feel better, Jazz, a lot of the people in the like that were more hardcore survival horror or more hardcore Resident Evil fans, it seemed like most people actually praised Revelations for being like the closest that Capcom's like you can tell they're actually attempting to try to return it. Like a lot of people actually did I feel like, in some ways, I felt Revelations actually missed the mark a lot, even though I didn't think it was a bad game. But I do see what they were going for. Like, they were actually trying, which was kind of nice to see, and a lot of fans did actually applaud it for, like, making an honest attempt and doing really well at trying to recreate what resonated, like, the more spooky atmosphere. Yeah, like, you're you're alone somewhere, except instead of a mansion, you're on a boat, which I find is worse, because you could just fucking leave the mansion. Yeah, you're well, just mean, grab you the could ship. Just, you could just you jump off the boat. <laughs> no, because some asshole blows up their boat. <laughs> you can swim. 
Yeah. But if there's zombie sharks, you don't know that. Yeah, motherfucking zombie sharks. <laughs> zombie dolphins. Zombie sharks. And this is Jill. I would so say she that's knows ridiculous, but it's a real thing. <laughs> yeah, Jill's like, yeah, Parker was probably like, hey, we, we could just jump and swim a little bit. And Jill's like, yeah, no. <laughs> She's like, shit I lost a friend to a zombie shark, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's a sore spot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Re- uh, Revelations was a pretty good compromise, I feel. You know, it's it's a little bit more action-oriented, kind of like Resident Evil 4 was, but it, it does a good job keeping the horror and, like, the, had... the pacing, like the older games. The Mercenaries mode was really cool, too. <sighs> I feel like it was better in Revelations 1 than 2. Oh, I two, thought we were talking about one. Two was well. I think we're, I thought we were just kind of talking about I both have, in yeah, general. I, no, Revelations two. That's a different story. But two, they they tried they tried to do too much. I feel like it feels like they there's a lot original. of stuff there, but it's very yeah, it's not original and it's really repetitive. They were like first they took Claire, so like that's fine. Like Claire's awesome, but it's not Claire because it's a different Claire. Yeah, that's not. Claire. And they're like, you shut up. There's a young girl for you to watch over, and she's like, oh okay. Mm. Oh, and by the way, you're on an island. Oh, okay. That sounds <laughs> and familiar. all your friends are gonna die, and you're gonna be a zombie. Except this time, there's some bitch talking to you through jewelry. Oh, okay. Jewelry. <laughs> like, why is Claire like? How has she not jumped off a bridge yet? It's like seriously, like her brother is a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. And then fucking no. Like, if it was me and I was on that island and zooms out, and you notice you're on an island, I would literally just jump in the water and like smash against the fucking rocks. Be like, bye, Mara. That's, that's what I said with the I, boat. <laughs> like, what even yeah. happened? I, I, if that wasn't the funniest fucking thing in Resident Evil ever, too, is like all of a sudden making in Resident Evil Six making Chris a, a weird alcoholic with PTSD. <laughs> like, what the fuck confused. was that? Probably like the Redfields <laughs> have a like, long line alcoholics. <laughs> What's sad is that idea would have been good if the reasons behind it were different. Yeah, like but he, they weren't. He's been through and lost more important people than those fucking generic soldiers. Yeah, that's why it didn't make any <laughs> why sense. Why the hell did he, he all of a sudden break that. because he lost these fucking randos? Yeah. yeah. My best friend for the longest time randomly disappeared somewhere in Africa, so I'm going to go to si- Africa and hang out with Wesker. <laughs> Your sister yeah. has almost died like fucking ten yeah. times. <laughs> Your boss fucking, like, Your boss you tried to, to kill you. Yeah, it was giant mutant zombie monster. Yeah, and then Claire calls him like, "Hey, I'm on an island again." And he's like, "Fuck this!" Goes to the bar, fucking gets drunk, goes on like riding that stupid panda thing. He's like, "Wee!" <laughs> the best part of the he's game. In the park riding the panda. It's even funnier if you think about like all of Chris's campaign, which was garbage. You think of the whole thing being like Chris's drunk trip, like nothing's actually happening. So he's, like, riding the panda, but really he's just, like, sitting on a homeless guy. Wow. (laughs) He's just, like, riding. Like, the guy's just like, what is going on? That'd be great. He's fucking hallucinating. There's an invisible snake. He's just Uh, rocking back and forth on the panda, but he's like thinking that he's like shooting all the juavos and going through the campaign. Yeah, he thinks he's on like a fucking motorcycle. Oh my god. He's like, burr, burr, burr. Same with Claire. She's like, I'm on an island again. No, you're not. <laughs> Look out, it's a zombie. It's it's a tourist. That's a paper towel. <laughs> it's a paper towel. <laughs> <laughs> it's got damn paper towels. It's and we infected. had the longest we had the longest ongoing joke every time we went to 
to eat like pho or sushi is that like we went in our cosplays after a convention and we were still like the resident evil and as soon as somebody ordered a thing of tofu i can't remember like if it was me or my friend that was claire but like she started screaming <laughs> like everybody was like kill it and we were like stabbing it with the chopsticks <laughs> Poor tofu. She was just trying to survive. I know. Yeah, why you gotta kill him? Claire, like a fucking like tofu, just showing up on her plate. And she starts crying for no reason. <laughs> he was my friend. <laughs> There's a fan fiction somebody wrote on uh, fanfiction.net, and it's just like Leon x tofu, and it's oh, just God, really I've retarded. Heard enough. <laughs> oh my God. Squish, squish, Leon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So from there, let's go into the next story. <laughs> Fucking tofu porn. Uh, Jack and Daxter Remastered is coming to PS4 in physical form via limited run games. So uh, Jack and Daxter, Jack 2, Jack 3, and Jack X Combat Racing were released on PS4 about a year ago, but were only digital. So through a partnership with limited run games, also our partner, lol, just kidding, all four titles will be released on disc and have collector's editions. The first collector's edition comes with the game, a full color manual, reversible cover art, a 90-page foil-stamped hardcover book, a physical soundtrack, a replica of a precursor orb, an 18-by-24-inch poster, a pack of foil trading cards, a 16-gigabyte USB drive shaped like a PS2 memory card, and the collector's box. Does it come with the game? And a brand new car! (laughs) The the first one has already gone on sale and sold out, but the remaining three titles will be released over the next six months and will be highly collectible. So if you're a collector, definitely get on this. For those who actually buy all four titles, they're going to be sent an official box for the canceled Jack 4, so that'll be a pretty cool collector's item, even though it'd be better if they, you know, actually put Jack 4 in it. (laughs) Jack in the box. That'd be awesome if, like, if the the four re-releases sold enough that it was enough for them to make Jack 4. That would have been really cool. That'd been amazing. But it's still cool to have like a little little nod to to the canceled game. But yeah, definitely look up that collector's edition. It's really it's really cool. And then uh, Telltale Games: The Walking Dead, the final season returns on January fifteenth, and all previous seasons have been returned to digital stores on most platforms. So I'm not sure which platforms aren't getting the other seasons returned, but I guess not everybody's going to be getting them. So that's kind of weird. You'd think that if they had the licenses they'd be able to restore it for all platforms. I'm not really sure what the restrictions would be on that. But do yourself a favor, buy it on physical disc, and uh, you don't have to worry about that. And uh, Mortal Kombat 11 was announced. Anybody excited about that? I'm uh, indifferent. (laughs) I like Mortal Kombat. I like it too. I'm curious to see what they do with it. I will say the more recent Mortal Kombats I've played, or even just stuff from that studio, they've done a really good job of making a cool story mode for a fighting game. Like, yeah, I, think I, I hope they put the attention to detail that they did for uh, unjust or injustice, injustice. Like if they <laughs> used that graphics engine, that would be fucking amazing because that game looks incredible. And if they do that kind of a story structure, oh, yeah, then I'll actually be really excited about the new one. But I all, think all they, they do... all they really showed was a trailer. It was all CG, so I mean, there's no way to know what the game looks like or what their what their intentions are but it's weird because the trailer like it had scorpion and and raiden fighting and like it was really brutal like they were fucking stabbing each other through the fucking mouth and constantly shoving like a huge sword all the way through like their torso and stuff and like no one was dying 
like blood was going everywhere and these should have been like killing blows over and over again and then Raiden kills Scorpion and then Scorpion kills Raiden like he comes back and kills Raiden so it's really weird but I they don't really are know mortal. I mean I yeah but um, Mortal Kombat but no, it's just weird. Like I, I'm assuming that has to do with the gameplay in some form, where like you kill the other person and they come back, or I don't know. It was really weird. I don't know what they were trying to to get across with the trailer, but it was very confusing. Like the movie. The movie was good. Well, I liked the first movie. <laughs> the first one was good. The second one's such garbage. <laughs> Paul Anderson, fuck you. So many good one-liners. Did you got? Did you? Did you have in the news for the newest Smash character announcement? Because I thought it was kind of no. weird until I found more about on about it. So the mean, the newest the newest Smash character they announced is Joker for Persona Five. That is random as hell. That's what I said. I was like, it doesn't even make any sense because. What do you like, mean? It's a Smash. <laughs> Get everyone well, so into the far, game. Everything's had a very loose tie to a Nintendo system or something having to do with Nintendo. Except yeah. for I thought, except for I thought Cloud was a weird decision because like, what the hell? I mean, I yeah. love Cloud, but like, you would you should pick someone from Final Fantasy one through five, please, or one through six, please. Like anyway, but supposedly from what I've heard, the reason Joker is going to be in it is because the some of the people who work on Persona games have helped with making Smash, so that was the reasoning. That's equally why. weird. Why? Yeah, I guess because they the team helped. I don't know. That was like the reward for getting for doing. No, I just why? Like, how did that come about? Oh well, we could certainly use some help in developing this game. Uh, let's get some Persona people. Yeah, I don't know. Weird. That's cool though. It's cool to see like a, a really diverse cast in, in Smash. You know, you get yeah. like Mega Man and Sonic and Mario yeah. and Snake and now this Persona dude. Like it's it's cool well, to see all I that will, variety. I do have to say, his design is pretty slick. I've always uh, the Persona Five character designs are fucking. Hmm, that's cool. I hope they can they continue to do this and start branching out to different games through like the DLC. Even though I don't want them to fucking do DLC because it's garbage, but I, they're gonna do it anyway. So hopefully, with the DLC, they are like really creative about who they bring in. I mean, I was don't really they happy have about every that. Nintendo character imaginable in it already anyway? I mean, what are they gonna do for DLC? They're gonna have to reach out. I was really happy about uh, the Castlevania characters. Yeah, that's really cool. I'm glad they did that. It's about fucking time. You think they would have done that a long time ago? Yeah. You think Castlevania would be before Sonic and Mega Man? You know what? Uh, Simon's an OP or OG brawler because there was that wacky um, Smash clone on the PS One, and it was like it had Transformers. Um, what? Yeah, it had Transformers, Konami characters, Barbie. What? And other yeah, and some other like random like properties associated with like you, children's toys you or have entertainment. To give me a name. I need to see this game. <laughs> okay, I'll get it for you. Yeah. It's Simon. It's a it's a Smash ripoff game and there's even like a baby that farts and stuff. What the And it's hell? a Smash ripoff brawler game and Simon Belmont is in it. So That's he's been like that type of he's been in that type of game before. Interesting. Yeah, I want to know what that is. 
It's Japan only, but yeah, I'll find that title. Yeah. Oh, that makes more sense. But yeah, I still, I, I want to see what the hell that's about. So the next bit of news is something I like to call, what the fuck is going on with Bethesda? <laughs> like, oh, Bethesda? Oh, so <laughs> special. Yeah. So we talked about how Bethesda started off by releasing a broken game and how everybody's all pissed off about that. And then there mm-hmm. was the matter of the collector's edition shipping with a cheap knockoff bag instead of the nice canvas bag, which they didn't even tell anyone about. Then Bethesda responded to upset customers by offering a refund at first and then stopping that. Then Bethesda offered a shitty 500 atoms to those who were unhappy with the shitty bag, which is equal to $5, which by the way isn't even enough to buy the version of the canvas bag that's in the game. (laughs) The bag in the game cost 700 atoms and they gave you 500. And now Bethesda has offered to replace the crappy nylon bags with the canvas bags, which means what? They can actually make the nice bags but just didn't? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, And then it's also worth noting that when Bethesda sent out the review copies of the collector's edition to publications and influencers, those versions had the nice canvas bag in it. But wait, there's more. To get your replacement canvas bag, you need to go to Bethesda's support website and submit a ticket, which includes your receipt, your address, your contact info. Well, there's a bug on the website that when you submit your ticket, you gain admin access to the website, which shows you everyone's ticket which includes personal information such as name, address, phone number, and all kinds of other personal information. It even allows you access to close and modify other people's tickets. Not even just tickets regarding the canvas bag, but all Bethesda support tickets. What a fucking disaster. That's ridiculous. Bethesda, making buggy games and buggy support. And ruining their brand. Hard. Yeah, big time. The glitch has been fixed, but I mean... The personal information has already been leaked, and who knows what kind of damage this has done to their support system. Not to mention their public perception. Yeah. Like if they I'll keep fucking up like this, they're gonna they're gonna be done. Well, we'll see about that. Uh, I mean, Bethesda is on fire right now, but I don't think they're gonna be receiving any goodwill for quite a long, long time. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a long road um, to redemption for them. Oh yeah. Somehow EA is still alive despite all that bullshit they did. They have money. Yeah, well, I mean, Bethesda does too, but not nearly as much. Yeah. But yeah. even at least at least EA made, like, one really big fuck-up. Bethesda's just mistake after mistake after mistake after mistake. And it's, like, all different shit. <laughs> it's like, yeah. they lied to their consumers. They false advertised. They leaked information. I mean, that's a big one. That's fucking... That's how you can lose people forever and get legal action and shit like that. Like, that's really serious. Oh, I mean, there was legal action was supposed to be happening. I think there was a class action lawsuit yeah, supposed to be but that was a different right issue. That was for the false advertising for them releasing the wrong product, basically. That's what that lawsuit was for. Now they have another potential lawsuit coming up alongside that. Yep. So they could have two lawsuits going on. I mean, one of their flagship series, they fucking essentially ran into the ground and destroyed... It's not good. It's, not at all. It's really sad, too, because Bethesda's awesome. I've always liked Bethesda, and they control some really good properties, like The Evil Within and obviously Fallout and Elder Scrolls. It sucks. Oh, wow. I knew Fallout 76 was going to be bad, but fuck. <laughs> I had no idea. Look, as soon as they told me that they were going to release a game, they had a, a beta two weeks prior to release. That said, That told me everything. It was yeah. going to be a buggy mess, but I never thought it would be this bad, as you said. It was the beginning of the end. 
basically. Well, it'll be interesting to see what steps they take next. What will you do, Bethesda? They what better start do? giving away free games and free currency for Fallout and start making some pretty impactful company-wide statements and they need to start doing a lot and they need to start Actually, doing it now. Now that I think about it, that's another thing about the company. They don't make any kind of level of statement. They've been pretty quiet about every other issue or, you know, related mess. If they have anything to say, it's very, okay, we got it fixed. Mm -hmm. There's no level of apologies oh, to yeah. consumer or anyone at all. Yep, it's, it's like they're just kind of hoping that it's going to blow over and, and they're not taking any responsibility. They're not owning up to the blame. You know, they're just no, like, oh, well, at all. I mean, it sucks that this happened. Sorry. Here's the bare minimum that we can do for you. <laughs> That's not a good look. No, it's not. And, well, this is what you reap, you know? It's definitely coming Hopefully back to bite them. Mm -hmm. Hey, on that topic I mentioned before about that game, I looked up and I realized I need it too. It's called Dreamix TV World Fighters, and it's Konami, Tara, and H Hudson, and uh, it has Snake in it. Oh my god! What the hell? It's how got, how did I not know about this? Right? It's on the I know what it wasn't on the PS One. It's on the GameCube or the PS Two. It has Bomberman. It has Yugo from Bloody Roar. It has the what? dude from Adventure Island. It has a Moy head from Gradius. As Simon Belmont, Solid Snake, to the Twin B ship, and then the Takara stuff is all toys, but that also means they have Megatron, and uh, well, they call him Convoy in Japan, but it's fucking Optimus Prime, and it's not Barbie. I guess it's just like a Japanese version of Barbie. Japanese but I need Barbie. This game. <laughs> yeah, you need uh, after the the show. You need to link me to that. I need to. Right. I need to track this down and get it yeah. like, immediately. <laughs> fucking weird. I know, that's awesome. Solid Snake versus Optimus Prime. That's great. And have Clearly stages. Snake's going to win. He's fought Metal Gear. They have a big shell stage. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And then uh, next we got Ubisoft is forcing you to uh, use your club points. I don't know if you guys are even aware that Ubisoft has a point system or not. But um, for those of you who do play Ubisoft games like Far Cry, Assassin's Creed, Rainbow Six, and so on, you probably know that as you play these games, you unlock sort of achievements, which earn you like a currency that, that can be used to buy in-game content and um, also get you like discounts and stuff for buying games through Ubisoft. And these points stack up and kind of just sit in your account, and then you can use them whenever you want to, which is nice. You know, sometimes you don't even realize you're getting them, and then you go into the next Ubisoft game, and then you have all these points, and you can just buy a bunch of, of content and start the game off like that, which is kind of cool. You know, you can get like outfits, weapons, just all kinds of things like that. But starting on April 1st, 2019, you'll no longer be able to sit on your points. Points will start to expire 24 months from the date that the points are earned. So say like you killed 10 targets in Assassin's Creed and that earned you an achievement worth 100 points. And then you did this on like April 1st, 2019. Those points will automatically disappear from your account if they're not used by April 1st, 2021. And I mean... Yes, they give you two years to redeem them, but that's just one more thing for you to forget about and be punished for. And, like, who knows, before you know it, 24 months becomes 12, and then 12 months becomes 6 months. You know, it's like it's just bullshit. It's not hurting them to keep a, a number on an account, you know, and just let people you use know it whenever they want to. Who cares? GameStop deleted all my points. 
Yeah, and yeah, exactly. GameStop's a good example, and they've also got that auto redemption thing. So like, once I hit a certain threshold, they'll automatically redeem my points for like a gift certificate, and then that gift certificate expires in like two weeks, and they don't notify you when that happens. And I've gone in there to turn off that automatic redemption thing four times, and it keeps turning back on. That's wow. fucking bullshit. You know what annoys me the most is I never, ever, ever used my GameStop points for um, store. I never used it for for money, and I never used it for um, like Think Geek or anything like that. I always saved my points because I liked getting like the the shit they get for free, like the posters or the promotional keychains or the like promo kit stuff like I always used it for shit they were going to get for free anyway so it's not even like I was like using it for money or you know what I mean like I was so annoyed that they would delete it when it's like I wasn't even using it for anything that they were like but even if you are using it for like store credit I mean two things one that's going to get you back into the store and you know you typically get a five or ten dollar gift certificate yeah. So you're going to have to spend more money. So they're going to make money from that, you know, and why take it away? And you factor in like how much money you have to spend to get that shit in the first place. <laughs> like you have to spend a lot of money before you get to see like any amount of points that are worth anything. So for them to do this kind of shit, it's really shady and really fucked up. There's no reason for it. I think we've come to the level where we should be expecting this now. There's no any level of surprise at this point. Yeah. It just, it sucks. Like, everything's becoming, like, subscription-based, plan-based, and then they roll out programs like this. It's like, oh, well, your currency in this marketplace is going to disappear. Great. <laughs> you know, when things are just physical and you go there and you buy them from a store and there's not a marketplace thing, like, you have control over what you do and what happens to you. Your money's in your pocket. The item that you want is on the shelf. You exchange goods done it's simple it's easy and it's controllable like things are just getting out of control now with all these subscriptions and, and marketplaces and programs that they're rolling out it's just oh, it's a mess it's, it's become such a mess and you, you're right and it's all becoming due to greed everyone wants to have the increased revenue and profit shares and whatnot and biggest culprit investors so yeah. gotta keep them happy in order to make uh, you know games and whatnot nowadays so the next one is topical uh, Epic Games has announced a digital game store to rival Steam, and uh, Epic has only taken 12% of the revenue split compared to Valve's 30%, and um, after the Game Awards, they've already announced some exclusives and early access deals that they're already getting, and plus it's Epic. I mean, they've got deep pockets, <laughs> and oh, yeah. everybody knows who the hell Epic is right now. I so, wow. <laughs> they, they do Fortnite. But um, so I mean, with that with that brand name and that revenue split, I mean they have a really good chance to take over Steam, which Steam hasn't had any competition, pretty much ever. Yeah, Steam has been more or less monopolizing the entire industry for its own uh, service. But I think Steam's are trying to do something about that as well. They said they would they, they would do reduce their take if it meant certain sales, and they would give more to the publisher or developer after being let's say $10 million in sales, they will give them more revenue share. Yep. Yeah, so I, I think the, the best split that you get if you do reach those sales markers, I think was 25%. 
So mm -hmm. Valve would still take 25% of your profit, where just right out the gate, Epic's only going to take 12. Yeah. That's that's a pretty big difference. So, I mean, that's really going to be appealing to publishers and developers. So, I mean, they're fulfilling that part of the market. And then as far as, like, reaching consumers, it's fucking Epic Games. Everybody trusts Epic. Everybody knows who Epic is. Half the world is playing their games right now. <laughs> So it'll be interesting to see if they actually can overtake Steam. I mean, it's going to take a long, long time because Steam is so established and people have yeah. thousands of games that were purchased through their their store. So, I mean, they're not, obviously not going to disappear overnight. But it, it'll be interesting to kind of see what that does to their marketplace. A lot of people hate Steam, but it's all they have. <laughs> That's all they have. So it's it'll, true. It'll be cool to see kind of what they do with that. Not that I give a shit because <laughs> it's all digital garbage but it's interesting and this is concerning too for me because now we have the epic store we got steam we have gog xbox marketplace playstation store nintendo eShop, and there's more than that out there even places like twitch discord and just individual companies like ea like everybody has a marketplace where you can buy digital content at this point there's probably more places you can buy digital than you can buy physical because like they're yeah. all shutting down. I mean, what do we have right now? We got Walmart, Target, GameStop, and that's like it. <laughs> and then some mom and pop shops here and there. So like it's getting even easier to get digital than it is to get physical. I mean, you can always, of course, buy through Amazon or online, but still, it seems like every single day the the scale tips more and more towards digital. Even the dollar store has PS4 games. <laughs> That'd be I amazing. Saw, uh, Titanfall 2 for like $3. Are you serious? Store. Wait, yeah. uh, Jazz, did you see any for the PS4? Because I've been looking for one of those and I cannot find any. Yeah, the Dollarama right here in Blackbird. Can you please buy me one? Yeah, I'll go Thank tomorrow. you. <laughs> <laughs> they have it for the Xbox One, too. That's okay. I just need it for the PlayStation 4, please. Yeah, no problem. I feel like the Thank Dollar Store much. would carry Wii U games. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> one day. They'll no, they, they should consoles. now. Those things are going to be worthless. But yeah, that's all I had for news. We're running a, a little bit over, but uh, anybody really? else? Yeah, just a tiny bit. Okay, so I got one piece of news is yeah. GameSpot. We're going right back to these guys. These special guys are in a hole. They have lost a total of $500 million. Whoa! I thought you yeah. Said, I thought you said GameSpot at first. I'm like, No, what? no, no, no. GameStop. Yeah. My GameStop. apologies. Yeah, no, you're fine. Mm -hmm. I've lose that kind of much uh, that much money. Granted, they could have lost far more, but they decided to sell off one of their uh, cell phone service carriers for roughly around seven hundred million dollars to keep them afloat. So, with this kind of news, what are they gonna do? Because clearly, they're not making any money, and and clearly, they're not doing it the right way. Because I don't really go to GameStop anymore because it's actually very annoying. I can't say just go in, buy a game without being pestered by, you know, some pre-orders or this or that, or I just want the game. Here's my money. I'm going to leave. Yep, they, they make that whole concept minutes. that I just said, like, you go in there and you, you know, you want your game, you give them the money and you have your game and, and you're good. They ruin that yes. concept because they ruin that very they simple do. They want to be like, oh, well, do you want a protection plan? Do you want a power-up card? Blah, blah, blah. What do you want a pre-order? Fuck you. Just give me my game. If I want that shit, I will ask you. <laughs> I will ask you. That's basically and, it. So, yeah, like the yeah. other day, uh, yesterday, in fact, I went in to GameStop to get my shitty PlayStation Classic, and I didn't even get it 
because I had to stand in line for 20 minutes. But the problem what? is, there were three customers in the fucking building, but they're so slow and incompetent that that's how long it takes for them to fucking do their job. They also like, treat I, their staff like shit. Oh, yeah, I agree. for sure, yeah. 100%. I've worked on and off for that company since I was a teenager. And the only time I ever had a good experience at a GameStop was in Colorado, and that was only because the people I worked with were actually... Yeah, that, that company is garbage. And needless to say, I didn't even get my PlayStation Classic because I fucking had to go to work. Like, I figured, hey, I'll swing by before work, I'll pick up my PlayStation Classic, it'll be fine. Nope, couldn't even get it, so I fucking left. <laughs> that was a really frustrating experience. And also just being in there, the the store is now completely split 50-50. Yeah. So the left side of the store, games. The right side of the store, garbage. T-shirts, collectibles, things like that. Like Some of that stuff is cool, but it just it looks like a fucking garbage heap because there's just so much crap all over the place. Like Even if you wanted to find a collectible that was relevant to your taste, good fucking luck. It's a mess. The and one nobody here goes there. Half the store with games. Yeah, like nobody corner. goes it there. Five minutes to find them. <laughs> nobody goes there thinking, "Oh, I'm going to buy some collectibles." They go there to buy a game. It's Game Stop, not Collectible Stop. That's just such Actually, a shitty business model. The very first time I ever worked for GameStop, it wasn't even GameStop yet. It was EB. Babbage's oh. because software, etc. Because yeah. they were um, more about like half the store was like PC games and PC software. And then the other half was consoles. And when the, like, basically it took a shift around the time that the PlayStation 2 came out. And more people were getting, like, um, PS2s and consoles became more of a, more, like, prevalent. Then, then they changed to GameStop and got rid of, like, all their PC software. Which, Good. I mean, makes sense because <laughs> PC was moving in a dire different direction. Right. Yeah. Oh, you don't say. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, GameStop is now hurting pretty bad. Yeah, I, I mean, I talked about this uh, a couple podcasts ago. They've been in trouble for, for quite a while, and it's just getting worse and worse. And as their service gets worse and digital gets better, more convenient, more accessible, they're going to quickly fade away. Yeah. And I mean, there's literally no redeeming quality at this point to going to GameStop. The big focus for going into like a, like a brick-and-mortar store is the experience. Oh, you get to talk to somebody about a game and get recommendations and, you know, you have a person-to-person -person interaction and that's kind of nice. But you dread going to GameStop because you're going to get fucking harassed. And since half the yeah. game store is just collectibles and they don't really carry video games anymore, you're probably not even going to find what you went there to get in the first place. It's just a waste of time at this point. Mm -hmm. and, I mean, part, of it too, part of it, too, is that they're like... I don't know. They they just hire awkward kids and and tell them to like tell them how to do like what to say instead of like teaching them how to be like actual salespeople and find out like what does someone want, you know? Because mm -hmm. like when I worked for a game store, I would just go talk to people and sometimes you do get that mom buying a game for their kid and the the like insurance plan actually is a good idea to sell to them because their kids are probably going to scratch it or break it you know and like but then you see the guy going over there picking up resident evil 5 i don't need to hassle him about like protection plans or anything like that i might ask him about a game i'm legitimately interested in to see if he knows about it 
and ta- have a like actual conversation. But these other kids are just like, but do you know about this? Do you want to? Do you want Do you want a membership plan? It's fourteen ninety nine. If you plan this, we know you too. You know, it's like yeah, what they want is robots. They want people yeah. to just not say, them how to read the script, pitch these yeah. things. That is all. But like, you need to be able to do like a case by case kind of a situation. Like you said, okay, there's a kid. The kid's running around the store. Whatever. Offer them a fucking protection plan. Kid's probably gonna break the disc. He's hyper. He's a piece of shit. Fuck him. And then you have the guy that's buying. Maybe they're buying a system. They're buying like five games or something like that. That might be an opportunity to bring up the power up card. It's like, hey, you're spending a lot of money. You're gonna get a lot of points. You probably come here pretty often, and you can take advantage of this program. Did you want to do that? That makes sense. Like, there's been times when I when I worked at GameStop where I would offer things when it made sense. It's like, oh, well, you're you're trading in all these games. You're buying all these used games. If you get the power-up card, it's going to pay for itself right now, today, or it's going to cost you $2, and then you're going to save down the road. Like, it makes sense. Like, you can tailor it to the experience on a customer-by-customer basis, and there should be nothing wrong with that. But if you yeah. if you work for GameStop and you take that approach, you're going to get fired. <laughs> like, remember when me and you were always customers at the at GameStop all the time? And we walked in, and Dwayne's like, hey, are you going to get Catherine? And I'm like, yeah, I already pre-ordered it. He's like, I figured it was some weird shit I never heard of, so I figured you were going <laughs> to yeah, want he, it. He told me that kind of <laughs> shit, too. And, like, that's what you want. You want that, like, the people there know you, and they know what you like and they can offer you things based on your taste that's cool that's that's what you want when you go to a retail establishment oh my, you know, that's that's talk a good about experience getting, talking about getting something before the like before the boom remember when Dwayne was like hey you're like the one person that reserved dark souls you want this promotional poster that we had on the wall he's like you're like the only person wow, that bought it so that's here crazy you go. to think about that oh this game that nobody knows about dark souls <laughs> yeah that's funny he gave me, like the, the plastic display thing off the wall because like they were switching them out and he was like yeah you're like the one person here that reserved it so you can have it i was like yes. i don't even get that cool shit anymore like the the standees and the cool posters like all that so they don't have money <laughs> <laughs> yeah they can't afford it it's true pretty much yeah especially maple you bringing up that whole um like them selling off their their uh, cell phone program like that's crazy that they when they purchased that like that was the only thing that prevented them at the time from going out of business right then and there so the fact that they're in the place where they had to sell that just to stay afloat they are fucked bye GameStop. goodbye bye bye at this point it's just a matter of time i mean they even tried to sell and they couldn't nobody wanted to buy them yeah it's their fault they just they suck they're they're not they treat their employees like crap like there's so many accounts of employees and it's not just dumb young teenagers being like, they actually do kind of take advantage of the fact that a lot of the people that want to work there are young dumb kids that it's their first job and they love video games so they want to work there so there's a lot of things just like how they treat their employees and scheduling and expectations and all this stuff and because they are an as is employer they can treat their employees like shit and people stay there because they're like i love video games is the best job ever but it's not (laughs) but yeah and they treat their employees are treated like shit it's like one of the worst jobs i've ever had and the only reason 
I kept going back and I stayed there was because I actually liked going and talking about video games and selling video games. And I always tried to like, even though I was kind of a shill in the sense that like I would, I would try to, I was good at getting numbers and stuff, but it was because I knew like who to ask and what to ask and not just to like, you want a pre-order? Hey, before you check out, I know I haven't really done anything for you other than ask if you wanted some help. But now that you're trying to leave, do you want to like buy this? Oh, what about this? Do you want to pre-order anything? I know no. I haven't talked to you, but I'm just going to ask you all these questions before you... Because, you know, I know you want the game, so okay, fine. Here. Yeah. Hey. It's... John. Yeah. Uh, Maple has to leave. Oh, it's kind of long anyway. Yeah, we're, we're running over anyway, so we'll go ahead and wrap it up. So, uh, we'll go into updates real quick. Maple, you can take off. That's fine. Excellent. I do apologize, everyone. I will have to leave a little bit early, but I'm sure even without me, you guys will be able to continue on the cast without any problem. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks. Thanks for, thanks for joining us. Hopefully, we'll see you next week or in a next later week episode. Indeed. Same time, everyone. Everyone have yourself a good day, and yeah, peace out. All right. Bye, see ya. Bye. 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 But yeah, we'll wrap things up. So updates this week has kind of been garbage in terms of working on stuff. So no, no updates this week. Um, most importantly, I might have a, a new place next week. Um, I have an appointment to see that over the weekend and paperwork and yada yada. So hopefully next week I can get back into making content and being more consistent and stuff like that. So it's really the only update that I have for this week, unfortunately. So just hang in there until I can get things going again. What about you, Jazz? What you got going on? Um. Well, I just set up my computer at my new place. So and oh, sure, rub it in. Oh, I got a new place. <laughs> I got nothing going up. Wow. Nothing. That's that's exciting. Yep. How about you, Shayla? Anything One more other thing, than mon- you... anything other than the Monster Hunter Machinima that's due in January? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, just that I'm still working on it, and I am excited to see that there's going to be a big Monster Hunter announcement next week. So maybe I'll like maybe there'll be some or... cool news next week. Okay, excited. Awesome. That's it. Cool. Well, uh, that's all we got for this week. Thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, consider sending us a Christmas gift in the form of subscriptions, likes, and comments. Definitely helps us out. And uh, we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.